Hello and welcome back to A Sprinkle of Disney and we're sharing episode 21 with you today. That sounds like a lot. That does sound like a big number, actually. Over a fifth of the way to 100. Wow. No, that's the same as if we've recorded one episode every day for three weeks. Wow. Look at me with my maths. That was quick maths, actually. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're new here, then a very magical welcome to you. And a huge thank you to everyone who's been downloading our episodes. We've noticed people like to go back and listen to our older ones, which is great. And if you've already listened to some of our previous episodes, it'd be fantastic if you give us a review, because not only does it help other Disney fans to find us, we also just love reading them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when, when we get one, we, we like obsess over it. A message you show do. about it and we're like look this is what someone said <laughs> we, do. we do we save them um <laughs> so if you want to be one of those people <laughs> feel free to leave us a review and also to give us episode suggestions in your review as well yeah. because we'd love to know what you guys actually want definitely um because obviously we know you're enjoying this because we've got <laughs> downloads <joking>. but <laughs> but if there's something you've been itching for us to talk about then let us know because it might be something we'd love to talk about as well that's very true and actually links into today's episode as well which we're yes. very, very excited about we are we're um we are definitely from like the peak disney channel generation so mm-hmm. we know the channel existed before this and after like you know the, the, the golden era but are we really were the golden era weren't we we were so we've had lots of two channel episode requests from people and um, so that's what i'm like what i'm saying before is that if you have an idea definitely let us know because we we do do them yes and <laughs> um, so we decided to kick off our Disney channel episodes with one of the most iconic of them all high school musical oh. so initially we were like let's do high school musical episode and we were i was like rosie how are we going to do all three films in one <laughs> episode so we're not <laughs> no. we're going to do like one episode per films so this will be like a three-part house musical series yeah which is really exciting like mm-hmm. a first like mini series i know and <laughs> um, so so yeah house musical incoming and um, we're gonna be talking music we're gonna be talking the background the reviews which are quite interesting <laughs> yes um, <laughs> and characters and, and everything else and we're also going to get a rating out of 10 which we know love to hear oh um I feel so, like I haven't prepared for this well, yet. Well, it wasn't so. the plan, Rosie, but that's Well, fine. <laughs> that's, it's fine. I knew it was coming, but I haven't thought what I'm going to give this because we've not done Disney Channel yet. And I feel like Disney no. Channel ratings, they need to be separate to our classics. And, oh, yeah. Well, it's like when we did like Lady and the Tramp, wasn't it? When we did the original yeah. live action. Like it's not in comparison to the other. No. It's more no. Just like a general like out of yeah. film. Yeah, because yeah. we all know that this <laughs> this film, whilst, you know, it's great it doesn't quite match up in some ways to an animated well, uh, what, classic i'm gonna give it a 10 no i'm oh, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> please stand clear of the doors por favor manténganse alejado de las puertas so with that rosie could you give us the first fun fact of the episode? yeah so fun fact number one so in the first high school musical movie zach efron is not actually the singing voice for troy so whilst he did sing in the following films his voice was actually dubbed by drew seeley's voice in the first movie and drew was the one that went on tour i remember that being a huge Do you remember how disappointment scandalous this was? Yeah. <laughs> like when like all the pictures of like the tour pictures came out yeah like who's that like who yeah. is this person it's not zach <laughs> that's when everyone found out that like zach basically hadn't sang like in the first film as well yeah. because he he had that's the thing he did actually record out today is that because i assumed like which is what happened for example with i'm gonna forget his name but like ben in descendants doesn't oh sing yeah in the film and yeah then he sings in the following ones so mm-hmm. i assumed it was just like a sense of 
like nervousness or like not feeling confident with his voice or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, I was reading before that he did, he recorded it and then they didn't even like tell him why they swapped him out. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't, he, he never knew like why he got swapped out. Imagine that happening. I, yeah. I feel pretty mad to be honest, but at I least, well. at least he got to do the second and third. Well, apparently they wanted like a tenor for, for the song. So maybe mm. it's just that when they'd written, because obviously when you write number two and number three, you're writing it with the people's voices that you already have. Like, yeah. In, in your mind but obviously if you write a film before you've cast it mm-hmm. it could just be that his voice might not have like matched the songs in the first one as well as they thought it would mm. um, but he was just perfect for the role other than that maybe that's what it was um, yeah still tell someone yeah definitely it, it was definitely a big deal when everyone yeah. found out because so at dramatic. first like I was like wow because I, I thought he had a choice or like to not yeah. do it I thought I like, he'd chosen <laughs> yeah I was like Zach and then like when he wasn't on the tour I was like if I had paid for that tour like I think it was announced before so like obviously you'd know that it wasn't him but I'd still be annoyed because I would want to see Zach like well, we on all the tour that he was just gonna be there like yeah because yeah what, yeah, because why would you? And to be fair, Drew Seely is great. If anyone's seen another hmm. Cinderella story, which is the one that I showed you, Rosie, yeah, with Selena Gomez, yeah, great film. He's he's great, but he's he's not Troy. So it's Drew, but you know, no, Troy. um, so yeah, so it's just a bit awkward, like. Yeah. it wasn't and I remember thinking like oh my god poor like Vanessa because she said they were like dating at points as well as well it's like she just not got Zach because Zach's too selfish to go and sing yeah that, that was the point wasn't it where we all thought that Zach had just been like no I'm not doing the tour yeah and actually no he just has been pushed out Western. yeah so that moves us nicely on to segment number one all about the backgrounds of the film um so House Musical was released back in 2006 so wow like 15 years ago wow that makes me feel so old wow wow <laughs> that's not okay no it's not okay <laughs> that's all as a disney channel original movie so obviously it didn't release in the cinema mm-hmm. it released directly onto disney channel where we were all sat i think it's probably a friday evening yeah when it's six o'clock it was always yeah everyone was sat in front of their tvs at home rushing their dinner down them to oh. watch high school musical Best um, so here's a plot summary for High School Musical. Here we go. I'm going to prepare myself. So we begin. It's New Year's Eve uh, and we start in a ski lodge and we meet two young teenagers who are forced to go to a kid's party while the parents get drunk um, <laughs> on the final night of their vacation. Uh, and then, oh, it's karaoke time. And we meet Troy and Gabriella who are both forced to sing karaoke together. And they, they're like, oh, I don't sing lies as mm. we find out in the rest of the film um and then magic happened on screen and they just were clearly in love and there was lots <laughs> of like eye contact it was great then obviously they all have to go home but then troy gets to school after christmas and who's the new girl gabriella is this green of course I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely like rip off grease at the beginning of mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of just how it picks up. And then, like, Gabriella and Troy are like, oh, like, let's hang out loads. Um, and then they meet each other's friends and all this kind of stuff. And then Gabriella's like, really, 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 really smart. Um, and it's like, I just want to be known as, like, me, not the cool, smart, freaky math girl. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting because then that, like, creates a separate plot line, doesn't it, Rosie? Mm, it does. Um, where basically, and Troy is the basketball captain. So he's the big, the big boots. 
mm-hmm. on, on, on the high school campus. Um, so his life is all about basketball. But now he's like, oh my God, I sing. Like, and I really enjoy yeah. singing. Um, and then what happens? Oops, they sign up for the musical audition <laughs> by accident. Um, and then we meet Sharpay and Ryan, who are like the people of the drama department. We've all met mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. People probably thought I was one of those people. I was not. I was, I was not <laughs> popular enough to be like in charge of stuff like that. Um, like I would, I'd be in charge, but I wasn't horrible about it. I wasn't exclusive. Mm. I didn't exclude people. VIP. Which is, excuse me, I'm a very important person. <laughs> um, obviously, like Sharpay and Ryan, they are they are in charge of like the school musicale, as it's called. Yes. Um, and they don't want anyone else to be in charge. And then Gabriella and 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 um, Troy are fantastic. They get the parts. Everyone else is really annoyed at them for it, but they keep it a secret right because mm. no one else can know that they sing and um, just shows that I'm too cool to sing basically then like his basketball friends find out and Gabriella's friends find out and they they want them to focus on their science and their basketball so then they kind of hatch a plan where they think then the, the other one hates each other it's all very sad and mm. um, we get a really like interesting song from Gabriella which we'll talk about later <laughs> <laughs> um, and then basically as with any Disney movie usually it ends with a happy ending where they suddenly realise that they're best friends um, they, re- they still really like each other still no kiss, we don't get a kiss no. in a while, it's no. quite a contentious issue mm-hmm. um, where then they manage to win the basketball game and also be in the musical at the same time because yeah. that's what happens in life and the scholastic decathlon as well yeah Oh, of course, sorry, yeah, and the Scholastic Decathlon. Yeah, I was thinking about because it's two things, because they, they move that, don't they? Things mm-hmm. the, the, the basketball games postponed. So, yeah, the Scholastic Decathlon, which, <laughs> if you're a UK person, just means, like, maths. Yeah, like, mathletes sort of thing, Math I feel and like. science, I think. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's not really a thing in the UK, is it? Like, Scholastic no. Decathlon. Um, I've seen it in quite a few, like, TV shows, where, like, in America, where they have, like, even, like, spelling bees and stuff like that. Like, it's just yeah, not really a thing here. Yeah, we don't have the same things. Not to the same level where, like, every school does it. No. That's not a thing. Um, so that really is, in the summary, what the film is about. Um, it's a bit, like, it's a mix of, like, Grease and Romeo and Juliet and mm. then, like, just the classic American rom-com, really, isn't it? And yeah. there's, of course, songs. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Musical tends to have songs musicals a double <laughs> entendre because it's a musical in the high school but it's also a musical about high school students um and the musical in question in the show is called twinkle town which um i have questions about later on in the episode to be honest it's, it's an interesting name it's uh, an interesting plot of the story it is. like it doesn't quite make sense no it doesn't no so there you go there's uh, there's your plot summary um it's quite a simple film in terms of plot mm. to be fair it's not quite like on a marvel level or a soul no. level um, no but it's not the plot we turn up for really is it no it's, it's not songs. it is it's the songs and, and troy <laughs> and troy <laughs> no there's more to it than that but they're the main draws they are <laughs> We're just going to share some reviews with us, which are quite interesting. Yeah, so I was going to say, however, some people don't want to show up to watch this film (laughs) because actually, when you look at the scores for this film, um, it's not reviewed that well, to be honest. This is probably our lowest, I think. 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. That's low. That is is, low. That's poor. And there's a lot of reviews as well. It's not like 10 people have just been in a bad mood. It's like... (laughs) Over 200,000 people. Oh my god! Yeah! 2,000 people took the time to review I think what's happened here is people have just taken it too seriously 
and like not had a laugh when they watched it or they're doing the classic like love to hate thing where like it's not cool to like it oh, so yeah. there was definitely a lot of that around at a certain point wasn't it mm-hmm. Hansen musical is so bad I was like no 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 so I think that's potentially what's happened here yeah it's a kind of film you can't take to it's not supposed to be taken no. seriously like no. if you take it no. seriously you're gonna be disappointed yeah exactly and it's a disney channel film come on people like yeah like it's made for teenagers yeah exactly so then we move on to critic scores on rotten tomatoes which to be honest isn't much better it's a bit better so 63 percent they gave it to be fair like if i was a critic actually no i i would love to review (laughs) if i was a serious critic maybe this wouldn't be like you know up there like as something that you'd be like yes you all must watch this film so i suppose i get it but i'm also like i feel like it's a bit low but then the audience have given it 74%. So that's 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 more... More in line with what we're used to, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Because I'm not saying I would give this like 100%. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's like a fair yeah. score, I think, for this sort yeah, of film. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like, it's not groundbreaking. But obviously it's one of our favourites. Um, but that's just, you know, it's what it's like if you're a Disney fan. That's true. And a Disney Channel fan from our time <laughs> and then empire actually only gave it two out of five which Ooh, is very low that is really low but again if you're if you if you've got like a a scoring system to cover everything yeah it's not like you know it's not oscar worthy is it oh no <laughs> so it's, it's not no so then if we go on to the reviews we kind of get a bit of perspective as to why people maybe gave it a slightly lower review than we would have done so the first one um this is someone on imdb they said even though i'm aware that high school musical is not at all a good movie i can't (laughs) deny that it's a fun movie yeah nostalgia doesn't allow me to express anything other than love for it yeah yeah i think they've hit the nail on the head there no one's going to turn around and say like it's like you know cinematic brilliance no no it's so much fun and you, you can't help but feel good when you watch it it's exactly it is a feel-good film it's one of those films I will put on like if I'm in like a bit of a down mood or just if I want something like that I know is going to make me happy or like it's comforting so yeah I I agree with that and then someone else on IMDb said that High School Musical is one of those rare movies that makes you laugh at its absurdity and love everything about it at the same time yeah that's so true I definitely do that when I watch it back now like I was saying yeah well, my sister is, is um, like her teenage years now. So I've been sharing like the films with her. And initially she was like, I'm not watching that, blah, blah. Like she could tell she was like pessimistic. <laughs> and yeah. then she watched it and I loved it. And I remember watching it back like as like, you know, a 20 something year old and being like, oh my God, like, there's so much, this is just ridiculous. It is. But you yeah. love it anyway, because it's just so nostalgic and just so much fun. Yeah, exactly. You can't be annoyed at it because it is, it is funny. Yeah. Like it does make you laugh out loud. So yes. Um, and then we've got uh, the next review is from Lucy Mayher, who I think was from Common Sense Media. Yeah, because I recognise her name. Yes. And she said, what infuses this movie with much of its spunk are Efron's and Hudgens' lively performances. Both come across as friendly, well-adjusted and immensely likeable. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting, Lucy. Um, I think that is true. It um, is. I think it is. It's just they're not in the same level no I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them together the no well. they're not both the same which you'll hear about when we talk about characters but um, yes so I agree because they definitely are the kind of like glue that like hold the whole franchise oh together, definitely like yeah that 
that idea of like they're a pair and like their duets are like and then they become like renowned and the fact that like they, they bring out the best in each other is really cool mm-hmm. um so yeah do you know what Lucy I, I, will, I will give you that I will I will say that like I, for me Zac Efron is like pulls it a bit, a bit more ahead mm, I agree but I, I agree I think they are the pair of them together are very very fun to watch I was gonna say I think their chemistry is undeniable yeah. because it is it's so nice to watch them yeah, together you can't help but like be happy yeah. for them so yeah okay Okay, we agree. So then <laughs> in Empire magazine, they said, as a marketing phenomenon, this has exceeded all expectations for a TV movie. Mm. However, a cinema, maybe you just really need to be a teen to get it. Well, mm. it was targeted at teens, to be fair, yeah. Empire. Well, yeah, exactly. And I mean, when High School Musical 3 came out in the cinema, again, that's like, that's yeah. targeted to the same audience. I mean, obviously there's new people as well, yeah. but like, we are going to be the ones that are desperate to see it because we've like, seen the first two. I get, what, I get what they mean. I guess as a TV movie, it definitely must have been like a wow moment because yeah. it was so revolutionary for something that was only released on TV. Yeah. Um, would this film have done as well in the cinema? Probably not. I, th- I think like Has Musical 3 did so well in the cinema because people were ready to see the final yeah, installment. Yeah, they've been built up. Um, but because it's a musical as well, to be fair, it probably would have done well. Like It would have been an enjoyable watching experience because it's a musical. Yeah. And anytime you go and see a musical with that amazing surround sound in the cinema, it's it's an amazing experience. So exactly. It might not have drawn the same crowds, but I think it definitely would have still been a great thing to go and watch the cinema because of its medium. I agree. I would love to go and do yeah. like watching three of them in the cinema yeah that was the word I was like what is the word (laughs) I would love to do that because yeah it'd be nice to see them all on a big screen Mm. at some point oh that'd be great um and then on Rotten Tomatoes someone said it's ridiculously cheesy and some of the acting is poor but I can't Mm. help but have a good time watching this movie the songs are insanely catchy the choreography is addictive and everyone just looks like they're having a good time a guilty pleasure yeah it definitely I wouldn't say it's a guilty pleasure because I don't I'm not ashamed like (laughs) to watch this at all or admit that I love it yeah um but it yeah I mean it is cheesy I wouldn't say the acting's poor no I wouldn't say the acting was poor as well I think it's one of the few like teen movies that actually has Mm. decent acting in it like if you watch some other um yeah some of them are questionable. Oh. Uh, yes, we've seen. Are. We'll probably talk about it in another episode. But Starstruck, I love Starstruck. But the acting in that, good lord, give me strength, um, mm-hmm. is not is not ideal. But I think in this one, that they're, they're all really good. Yeah, they are. I think they're all really strong. Actually, yeah. like it's not that Zac Efron's like obviously he's leaps and bounds ahead in terms of like what he brings, in my yeah, opinion. But like in terms of acting, I think they're all in line with each other really nicely. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. wouldn't. I wouldn't say one of them's really bad or anything. And you have to remember again the medium that they're acting in is this like over, like it's about teenagers, that like dramatic teenagers living like their, their lives and stuff. Yeah. So they're not going to behave the way that adults would behave. They are going to be dramatic and a bit more like um, unexpected in their behaviour and stuff. And some people don't like watching that because like it's not realistic. It's like, well, mm. you're not a teenager, are you? So. Exactly. And that's why it appeals to the exactly. audience. And then someone else said on Rotten Tomatoes. High School Musical is a tough film to sit through to the end, thanks to a super cliche plot and cheesy characters, but it has great songs to ease the pain. P- pain? Uh, what pain are you in, friend? Because there's nothing painful about no. watching this film. Well, there's one song that I would argue is quite painful. But, but it's not that, painful. Like... I mean, I do skip it, but, but yeah. <laughs> 
we'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like it's a painful film to watch. It's no, it's not painful for me because the acting isn't bad. So the reason that a film would be painful for me is if it's slow. The plot mm. isn't slow. Mm. If the singing was bad, the singing isn't bad. No, if the characters were boring. They're, they're not. There are some no. some people that are like their characters aren't developed as others, but they're not boring to watch. No. And um, I forgot what my last point was. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I don't think it's like it's not painful to watch at all. Um, no. Oh, that's the other thing. It's an easy watch. Like it's yeah, not complicated. Yeah. So you know when you're watching a film and you're like, I'm so stressed out trying to watch this. Yeah, film trying to follow going what's on. going on. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have that. So I don't see how no. you could sit and watch this film and be like, it, I'm in pain. Like I don't understand. No. Even no. if it's not your favorite thing in the world. And also, like, there's no moments where I'm sat there really uncomfortable and looking away because there are moments like that in other films where it's yeah. too cringy and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I actually can't watch this. But with this, I don't have that moment, so... No, I agree. I think the writing overall is very yeah. well done for this yeah. like, genre of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're right, it's not like... Because I think when <laughs> Rosie and I both watched Camp Rock a few years, <laughs> like, a year ago, and some of the writing in that, I think, has some of that where it's a bit much. Mm. Like, you know, like, that wouldn't happen. Like, that, those conversations wouldn't happen. But I can see all these conversations happening yeah. in a yeah. real high school. So, yeah. yeah. It's realistic, I think. Yeah. Um, and then someone else said, High School Musical is fun and full of charisma. It may just be my nostalgia talking, but from its solid fan base and popularity, I'm not alone when it comes to singing its catchy songs. Well, yes. Well, everyone knows the songs. Well, that's what I think is great. Like, yeah. You have to know the songs. Like, yeah. You can't knows help the it. Songs. And that's was... whether you like the film or not, you can't deny the impact no. that it has. And the fact that, like I say, so many people know the songs and we'll just start singing them out of nowhere. Because I remember, like, the tracks were in, like, the top, like, the billboard, like, top ten for weeks. You know, like, The Greatest Showman, like, how that soundtrack was, like, in the the charts for ages after it came out. Like, this was the same. Like, like, most of the songs on the soundtrack were, like, in the charts for ages. I that, actually, but at that age, I didn't really follow the charts. Well, I found it out the other day. Oh! Um, Look at you trying to make up your trendy teen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, back then, I was tracking these things. No, no, so apparently there's at least eight of the tracks that were in the billboard. Oh my god, yes. that's so cool I know, I know So it was. Wait, did I say top 10? I meant top 100 That's less impressive, apologies no. But still <laughs> But to back my point up It was the most simultaneous songs ever from one album At a point of time, to be fair Okay. So, so like collectively the stat. You should have come yeah. that <laughs> That's really yeah. silly It's still impressive though yeah, And it was, it, it was impressive because it was like the first Of its genre to do that That's why yeah. it was a big deal So yeah and then lastly, um, someone said that more wholesome in its approach, more energy and style in its numbers, and more talented behind its stars, I would take High School Musical over Greece any day of the week. I think I agree with that as well. I think because for me, when you watch Greece back, like I watched Greece through the week with my, with my, my parents, that was, mm. that was fun because that's their equivalent of High School Musical. Mm. So my mum mm. got very excited. My mum and dad were singing the songs together, and I was like, oh my God, this is like mm. me when I watch High School Musical. Um, <laughs> And I love Greece, don't get me wrong, but you watch it and it's quite clear that like they're older than they're supposed to be. Like, yeah. It's quite clear that John Travolta is not like Yeah, it's a bit baby. awkward because you realise that he's definitely older than what yeah. he's supposed to be. Whereas Troy, it's like, okay, we can we can work with that. And like, yeah, and like, all of them fit their ages. Because like, mm-hmm. especially when you watch like Rizzo, Rizzo is definitely not like 18 when that's no. No. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm gonna Google it now, but I don't think I don't think she was because she just looks far too old. Um, yeah. And I think, to be fair, I think the acting in 
this is much better just mm. like a much later film whereas like yeah. sitting at that point in time with the classic musicals was a bit more like over exaggerated and stuff yeah like, also the characters are far more likable in mm-hmm. house musical than in greece generally like, yeah generally um yeah so i think i would agree with that i love greece yeah me too um but the ending of Greece always annoys me. So. Mm-hmm. I love, I love, like, um, just to enjoy the film, I love it. Like, but then when I start to think about it, I'm like, Sandy, why are you changing for a man, hon? Like, yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, I feel like with this, like, I, if I had the choice, I'd always pick High School Musical over the, yeah. the two of them. If I had to let one go forever, it would be Greece. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I, I, I that's a generation thing as well, isn't I it? I think so as well. Yeah because we were brought up with that one it's going to be our first choice because we were singing those songs so like yeah. they're the songs that we're more likely to listen to as much as I love the Grease like yeah. soundtrack I prefer High School Musical here you go I've got some stats for you from Grease okay. so Rizzo was 33 in the film Mm-mm. like what? what yeah that's John Travolta was 23 um, and then Olivia Newton Johnny played Sandy was 29 it's a bit different to this yeah. then. Yeah. So like, and I think that shows, I do think that shows mm-hmm. in like the acting and the way they kind of are around each other. I just mm. think it shows. Um, not that Greece is a bad film by any. No. No, no. At all. But I think if, if you look, it, it shouldn't be the same because House Musical has had so much more time to like be better because it's an early yeah. era. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that random Rush Tomatoes user. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. And then that brings us to Disney fun fact number two of the episode. So High School Musical only took 24 days to shoot, which I think is insane. That's crazy. Um, so for context, the average movie takes 8 to 12 weeks to film. And this is for an average movie that's not thinking about musical. And musicals obviously take longer normally because they have musical numbers, they have all of the music. Mm-hmm. And if obviously one person messes up the dance, they have to start over again. Um, and like placements and all that kind of stuff. So like 24 days, that's like, that's just over three weeks. I, that stresses me out a bit about like their well-being <laughs> during that time. Well, yeah. I was like, like, and quite a lot of them must have still been in school and stuff. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I mean, I think that is bizarre but I suppose like it's not it's not a particularly like complicated film is it I suppose no like, and most of it was filmed in the same place as well yeah, most of it was, was filmed in the school well. like even so, like, like the ski thing was yeah they did it in like a dance studio yeah which is cool. yeah <laughs> so that makes sense as well but you haven't got to keep moving your equipment from like mm. different places um and the, I mean whilst obviously are quite a lot of characters in terms of the actual characters that have dialogue and the locations they have them in they're all very similar yeah maybe that's why and maybe, maybe the cast were just really efficient um because mm. I guess they obviously had like quite a lot of like training and stuff beforehand for dancing that's true basketball and all that oh yeah things. yeah um, so they've, they've had that in advance maybe I guess um but still like less than three weeks to film an entire film and it's not like a, it's not like it's like an hour-long film it's longer than that isn't it it's yeah like an hour 20 yeah, I think it might even be a bit longer than that, actually. Um, I remember yeah. thinking when I was, I was like, wow, I didn't realise it was so long. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes by so fast. It when you does, it. it does. I mean, it's impressive that they managed to do that. Yeah. And mm. maybe maybe they had, like, obviously you had an assistant director, so maybe they had, like, more than one scene, like, film and Yeah. Like yeah. Um, but it, it's, you imagine when they film these things, it's going to have been there, like, for, for ages. Yeah. And it really wasn't, was it? So, yeah. No. Yeah, that, that is impressive. 
Wow. Well, it just shows you what's possible, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, what have I done in the last three weeks? Like... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they... so, yeah, it's an hour 38. It's not like it's like a yeah, really short Yeah, that's film. quite long. Honestly, yeah. that's quite long for like a Disney Channel, yeah. like a TV film. I think that's quite long. I always expect them to be longer than they are, to be fair. Sorry, to be shorter than they actually are. Yeah. I always pop it on and I look and I'm like, it's almost two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that moves us on then to segment two, which I think is probably going to be our favourite segment. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, as we said, there's music. It is a musical yeah. or musical, however you want <laughs> to say it. <laughs> so, obviously, one of the most iconic parts of this film is the songs. So, Katie, mm-hmm. what's your favourite oh. song from this? I'm glad you're going first um, oh. from this movie because I think it's quite hard. It's funny because I look at the first soundtrack and I think in my head I'm like none of my favourites are on there. But actually, if I look at it, I'm like ah, I'm the exact same. I'd be like, I'm like I'm not a massive fan of the songs in this. I'm yeah, like, I look at it and I'm like I'm such a liar to myself. Yeah, because but... I listen to them I'm like ah, interesting. I actually do like these a lot. Yeah, I'm getting up the um, yeah. I've already got it up playlist. The... Just so that I can like, I don't miss anything out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important. Oh, there's so many good ones. I know, but that's the thing. It's a shock to me, almost. I feel like, I'm between, I'll tell you what, I'm between. Okay, okay. I'm between Get Your Head in the Game because that is just oh, yeah. iconic. Like, yeah. It's so like, applicable to my everyday situation. Mm, like, mm-hmm. like, but then I also love stick to the status quo yeah yeah because I love all I love being all the different personalities and the different Mm. people and the different like segments of that song so which one and obviously I love breaking free as well of course of course yeah there's some I'm bop to the top I'm just listening them all now but bop to the top as well is also a banger (laughs) Um, I feel like you're gonna list them all apart from the one (laughs) one that we know (laughs) you don't like (laughs) they're all my favorites (laughs) except for that one um okay I need to make a choice um Dear Lord. I know it's painful. If this is what it's like here, what's the score going to be like? No, I think I got the score. (laughs) It's harder when it comes to like music stuff. It is, it is. Because you don't want to betray like something you like. That's the problem. Okay. I'm going to go with Stick to the Status Quo because I actually think that in terms of the basketball songs, I prefer Mm -hmm. um, the, the one in the third film. So, oh yeah so I, think, I agree like, so I think what we'll go is it to the status quo just I think like the message that it sends and like being mm-hmm. yourself and you get like and everyone's kind of involved with that as well which is yeah. weird because Troy's not in that one and Troy's one of my favorite character yeah so, like, segment is... number four, three, but three. as we know you know he didn't technically sing um, no, that is true. So, so maybe that has really, to do with it. because <laughs> the OG Zach Efron voice is not in. Yeah. Um, you, you, get, you get him very briefly going, dude, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And Chad's there, like, all dramatic, like, oh, what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? The singing of the basketball thing. <laughs> to be fair, that's got some of the best, like, comedic moments in it, that song as well. It's yeah, hilarious. Like, I want to pop and lock and jam and break. Is that illegal? <laughs> and when she's like, sometimes I prefer dancing to homework. And yeah, <laughs> that's why I love it because it is like, and that one really embraces its whole like absurdity yeah. and that whole level. Oh. <laughs> I play the cello. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <The> cello. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I love funny. it because at first you're like oh that was easy like they, they've been won over by that and then when he's like yeah what is it and you're like ah okay I also love the bit as well like later on when they're all doing like keep your face down low and they're like creme brulee and yes. like, it's so funny <laughs> as a scene yeah and, also, and then you have like the Sharpay I was gonna well. say oh That's, like as I mentioned before I'm a massive like musicals fan mm-hmm. and this one feels very much like a musical it does. Like a great musical number yeah it's one of my favorites because like, I love a great musical song it's uh, yeah, it's an excellent um, number. It, it is, and the choreography for it is fantastic. The fact that you you, you get a lot of diversity on the screen as well mm. is really great. Um, I just I think it's just it's just so funny. Um, all like the lyrics are so clever. They are. Um, I just, yeah, I love I love I love listening to it on a soundtrack. It gets me all like excited and passionate about yeah. life. Um, so yeah, that's that. But then I've got like some like highly recommended songs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got Get Your Head in the Game because that is just like. It's like just quite, iconic. It's the basketball it sounds to me. Like it for me, is. when I hear that, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. I need to get in the zone. <laughs> that one. Um, I also, I do, like, obviously, I love Breaking Free. I think Breaking Free is a really yeah. beautiful song. Like, I think it's actually quite underrated because obviously, when you watch it on, on the screen, it's like, like, I say underrated because I know it's popular, but it's as if it has a song. It's a beautiful song and the, and the message and stuff like that, which I think is lovely. And the mm. harmonies and everything are beautiful. And the music is written really well. Yeah. I like rolling this together, but it, it's, it's a bit like, I think it's that's one of the songs that has suffered a little bit because it's been overused. I it has, yeah. Every, I don't know about you, but every like year six group that left school, primary school, had this as like their goodbye. No, I wish we had. We had it for, like, like our goodbye video was like, we're all in this together, was oh. on there. Like it was a thing that everyone would use. That is cute. Like at every opportunity, it was like, oh my God, we're talking about like, unity and being friends. Let's put on, we're all in this together. Um, <laughs> That's cute yeah. though, but yeah. yeah, it's definitely over. It was overplayed to the max, mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, I know I like this song, but I've heard it so many times now that I'm just like, not anymore. Like I, I listened to it today and quite enjoyed it. Yeah, like, same playlist. But it, would I ever kind of go? Do you know what song I need to listen to right now? <laughs> Do you know what it is though? I think the third, the one in the third film. You know, but it's like slowed down. Oh like, yeah. And then you've also got um what's it called is it just called, it's called high school musical isn't yeah that I love that more and I feel like that's, that's like makes me laugh. <laughs> I love that version I know that's not exactly the same song but yeah, obviously yeah. we have it before that one yeah. in the third film I, I love that setup more I think mm. now and I think probably because I prefer the third film spoilers <laughs> but I think to me that's the version I'd rather listen to but yeah it is it is a good song though that's the thing like I don't I really enjoy the song and I love I love the scene, but I I, I always feel like because it's like the add-on scene at the end of the film as well. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The plot's finished. Yeah. And because I kind of feel like that's to be fair about all of the end songs. Like mm. I'm not a massive fan of any of them. Like, no. That's my favorite song. Like I think they're all no. great songs, but they're not my favorites because I feel like at that point, not that they don't mean anything, but the mm. plot's done. Like it's like, yeah, it doesn't mean. add anything to the actual story. It's no. just like oh, we're done. Let's party. Like it's that. Woo! Sort of yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, which yeah. is classic Disney Channel to be fair yeah, yeah yeah everyone has to have like an end song that literally makes no sense to anyone yeah <laughs> um so yeah that's a definite so definitely yeah so it's like square is my top one probably mm. like get your head in the game as, as a close second but I will literally sing any and all of them yeah at full blast in the shower and really enjoy myself so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same yeah okay well what's yours then yeah, it's harder than I thought. Yeah, I um, told you. It's when you're looking at the list and you're like, oh, wait, there's oh, more. 
it's if, just if so we're like this with number one god help i me. well no i already know mine for number three i <laughs> I, I just know what my favorites are for that um okay right interesting so i think the ones i'd gravitate towards the most are probably breaking free yeah i'm also a lover of bop to the top yeah. i love it yeah. so much i There's love so it so much energy and like, yeah, there is know what's going on like it's just Do you know what the choreography is genius i it's... love her little like bejeweled be- be- yeah. microphone yeah that makes my life of course she has that and as we I see she I gets like she gets her special graduation gown in the third film she always has her like little touches Rosie, which... we're not doing the third film i know you really have mm. Yeah, not made that obvious at all. Um, yeah, I love Bob to the Top. I just think, like, it's a really cringy song. And also, like, where does it fit in terms of the plot um, of Twinkle Town? Well, Who knows? What is, is the plot? So is there a about... plot? It's like, is it like Minnie and, Minnie and someone? Yeah. I don't even know. No. What, like, one minute they're singing Breaking Free, and then they're singing Bob to the Top. <laughs> and then they're singing, like... When they're like, um, what's the other one? What I've been looking for. Yeah. So I'm like, what is the story? It's all over the place, literally. So have you seen like the the fan theory online, like about the the story of Twinkle Town? No. Oh, do you know what? Right, I'm gonna try and find it now whilst you continue telling us. Okay. Okay. It's it's so funny. I will find it for you. I just wanted to know. Like, we, we see all these songs and I'm like, what is this? So, yeah, Bop to the Top is one of my favourites as well. Um, do you know what? I'm actually, I think this is a bit controversial, but I'm actually a really big fan of Start of, some, Start of Something New. I actually really like I love that. Show. Like, when it comes on at the beginning, I'm like, yes. I, I just think it's really cute. Like, yeah. I I really like it when they meet each other and, like, they come out of their shells to sing. And I love it because you, you're seeing, like, Troy realise that like he he really enjoys singing yeah. like it's really he cute alive, he, he does yeah. i love that it's really really cute um but i actually just love the song as well like i i feel yeah. like that's quite a like nice song to listen to mm-hmm. um but i know that one's actually not as popular as breaking free i mean breaking free is definitely better obviously yeah and it's also got the momentum to it you've got the crowd going on there as well like in the um auditorium I was looking for the word yeah yeah, that's also like adds to the experience, yeah. and it's obviously like the like the end. Yeah. Like, so like, there's more. There's a lot of emotion time. Yeah, there is, there, and you're happy. You want them to kiss. Mm. They don't. <laughs> you Troy does a little peck on uh, Gabrielle's head, but it's not. I the was same. so annoyed that we had to wait so long for. I know. Kiss. I know. Because I was like, I'm sure. A perv, like, but I was no. Like, you just know that you, they want to do it. Like, but it it's quite felt clear. right, didn't yeah. it? But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, I think it's interesting though because I love, I do love the group ones, and also Get Your Head in the Game is also one of my faves because I love Troy in that, like yeah. when he's basically like toying with what to do with his life. Like I relate to that so much. It's also like the head movement. I know, <laughs> and it's it's when like the rest of them are like joining in, like Get Your Head in the Game, and you're like, yeah, oh, whoa, it's so intense, and all <laughs> of their like basketball chesses are also far too big. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because when he's like starting to think of like singing and stuff and there's a bit where he's like yikes and I'm like I feel I feel that because he's like veering off into like a thought about something else when he's currently literally trying to play basketball like yeah. I feel his confusion um and I think what that song gave us is like 
bit on it and scream as well because that's yeah. when we first saw like him being conflicted about mm-hmm. like what he wants to do that's very true. and then those two songs build on that later on they're obviously a lot better though um in my opinion I think they're better yeah, I agree. so yeah I don't, I don't know I think if I had to choose like an actual favorite I probably would go for breaking free but again that one was very overplayed so mm. it's it's I think they were all overplayed though, weren't they? Let's be honest, mm-hmm. because it was such a big thing at the time. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was my favorite. I do also love though, um, stick to the, the status quo like you, because yeah. like it's just such a great number. But also, not in the film, I like the bonus track on this yeah, one as I well. As well. Um, what's it called? I can't I can't take my eyes off of you. Yeah, I think that it's one's a good. Song, that one, yeah. I like it because you get to hear um Ryan's voice a yeah, lot more in that. Because I think Sharpay kind of overshadows him a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so yeah, kind of similar, I think, in terms of like our favourites. Yeah, um, But mine have Troy in. Of course. I mean, mine mine would do, but it's, he's not his actual voice yet. So well, yes. Number two. Yes. Really. Um, <laughs> I found the fan theory, if you would like to hear it. Go on. Um, it's also Arnold and Minnie. So oh, is. Arnold, of course. Yeah. Again, the names are a bit bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, so this fan theory on Reddit poses. Um, I believe it is actually telling the story of two lovers who try hallucinogenic drugs for the first time, becoming involved in the illegal drug trade, and wind up killing themselves to avoid capture and imprisonment. Um. Which actually, when you think about it, does make sense. Um. So if anyone's <laughs> interested. Feel free to go and read that on Reddit because it, it's like a really detailed, in-depth fan theory about it, um, like about what each song means and all these different. Interesting. Like, obviously, it says like you have to make like a few like assumptions. About yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not given quite, enough. It's quite interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah. So why? Uh, it's just it's quite deep. I mean, I, I don't disagree. I just think that's quite a deep. It is. Um, it's not what you expect. Not for a high school musical film that is uh, like a feel-good <laughs> thing. Yeah. But but. You know, maybe I'll have a look and see how they analyze the songs because, yeah, that's interesting. Especially Breaking Free, actually, is quite interesting. Mm, yeah, that one, I can see the implications from it that one. It definitely changes the tone of Breaking Free quite a bit. Ah, uh, no, I don't know if I want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, interesting. So there you go. Yeah. Well, well, okay. So now then, <laughs> I, I, I think I know this one. Um, right. Is there a song? that you think you could have done without yeah. um <laughs> just just the one <laughs> just when there was me and you mm. it's so whiny like it don't is. get me wrong I actually quite enjoy like sitting washing the dishes right mm. and it comes on I don't mind giving it a little same no. song that's fine yeah but it comes on and you just hear it's funny when it's like oh here we go like <laughs> for like a whining session yeah and I think it annoys me as well because in the film like it just it's so slow compared to everything else and mm. for me that is unrealistic like we're mm. just wandering those corridors on our own and like there's no one in the middle of I know day. like it just makes no sense yeah, I'm just really not a fan of that song in the film. Like, no. I just think, I also think she's really, really, really overdramatic. Like, mm, you know, this guy, like, you know, I know it's been like a while. Like, I know, I know it's been like, you know, it's been a while, but it can't have mm. been that long because they only come back after Christmas. Yeah. And it's the, it's the winter musical. So, yeah, it's still like Jan Feb. <laughs> yeah, like, it can't have been that long. So, I'm like, you know, it's just, it's just a little bit dramatic for me, just a little bit. And the fact that she, like, 
doesn't even go and talk to you about it. it just goes straight off. On yeah, just takes that. Song. Yeah. So it just, I just think Gabriella is a difficult character for me in general. I, mm. I really struggle with her as a character and how. I just think she's going to be quite manipulative, but that's more in number two. In number that is definitely two. more in number two. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just feel like this song lets her character down a little bit because it is a bit whiny and a bit like, mm, like I don't. I'm just not a fan. Um, I'm not, mm. not say it's not a good song, and that I quite enjoy mm-hmm. giving, it, giving it a sing song. Um, yeah. When, I, when it happens on the um, on the film, I'm like, oh, like sometimes I do skip it because I just find it so boring. Like it's just such a boring song. Um, because you you'd think she was singing about like her divorced husband or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. Um, it is very overdramatic for the situation. Especially because, like, he's he's done so much for her over those, like, past few months where, like, mm. he's, like, blown off his friends and he's, like, you know, he's kind of changing quite a bit to be with her. I mean, it's more to, like, be himself, but he's changing yeah. quite a bit. And, yeah, he shouldn't have said the things that he said. He was stupid to say that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the fact that she didn't even go and speak to him really annoys me. Mm. Um, and the fact that she didn't even question the fact that, like, is it Tessie? No, that's her real name, isn't it? I oh, Taylor. 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 I yeah. always get her name wrong. <laughs> um, it's because it's Monica in real life, isn't it? Yes, it is. I always call her Tessie. I have no idea why. <laughs> I just always do. It's really bizarre. Taylor. Yes. I didn't even question why mm. Taylor has this video. Like, yeah, I just exactly. feel like she's sadly fallen to that classic, like, damsel in distress role. And I yeah. know I'm not a fan. No, you're not. Situations. No. Um, so I could have done without that song. I enjoy singing to it, you know, with a bit of passion. Mm. But I just, if, if it wasn't in the film, I wouldn't miss it, I think. Is what mm. it is. Um, sorry if to all of the um, hardcore Vanessa Hudgens fans out there. Yeah, because see, actually, what I meant earlier is that that's my favourite. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> um, so, yeah, a bit controversial. Sorry, everyone. Um, but, um, well, I, I've got to be true to myself. <laughs> <laughs> just like Troy, <laughs> exactly. Um, and I definitely think that, that, that like the later films, I think, like colour my opinion of Gabriella. Right? Well, yeah, I agree with that. I'll try and separate it a little bit, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. It's all it's all me, me, me. It's always it me, is, me, and I just I can't get on board. It's all that. Troy having to give everything he has to give, and her taking everything she can take. Yeah. Yes. So we're a little um, bit biased from that, but true. But even when you, when you watch it, like it's different when you watch it like the first time. Cause you're like, oh my god, she's been so wrong, doesn't she? Yeah, I yeah, really yeah. think these films benefit from like, several watchings. They do. Especially when you get older and you're more mature and mm. you're like, actually, hon, <laughs> like you know, assess the situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how about you? What song could you have lived without, if any? To be honest, like I like them all. Like I don't feel as strongly as you do about when there's me and you. I actually enjoy. I enjoy I really enjoy singing that song because yeah. you know the bit where it's like I thought I thought you were a fairy tale I don't know why I just I love that <laughs> that lyric so I I do enjoy it and actually what you said about like obviously when we we're younger like our opinions are different like I really loved Gabriella in the first film when I was younger and I like I wanted to be her like she was the character I wanted to be when I watched yeah. it like when I was when I was younger and it came out so I reckon yeah. most girls did to be fair yeah I think well yeah also because you know Troy well yeah. um big reason <laughs> but yeah like I I do think it's over dramatic especially when she like throws herself on the like massive like um what even is it like where there's like a picture of Troy and like the oh, basketball team yeah like what is that about firstly I'm guessing that's like more of an American thing yeah. I don't know 
but like it's just so dramatic she throws herself against this picture of troy and you're right like it's like they've been together for years that's what gets me a little bit is i'm like because because obviously like sandy has her song but it's more about like how she's like frustrated at like herself and the fact yeah. that like, she wants to be like how she always feels left out of things mm. whereas like Gabriella's is literally that's probably one area I think where maybe where Greece was better is I think Sandy's songs are actually like better than Gabriella's mm. in the sense that it's more about like her growing as a person yeah whereas even though she shouldn't, shouldn't change but like she's more like right well why am I always being left out like it's more yeah. like a self-exploration whereas mm. Gabriella's is very much just like oh my god the boy left me but he didn't yeah this is what annoys me yeah what annoys me though as I feel like we're touching this in a bit when we talk about characters, but I have to just say it now, is that before that, and obviously the events that trigger that, what annoys me is she she's crying, right? Which is, to be fair, a fair reaction like, when yeah. you're in high school. Yeah. And Taylor and co are like, oh yeah, okay, bye. Um, yeah, this is what I mean. Right, but we'll, we'll get to them. Because we will, but wow. Problems wow. Taylor. <laughs> yeah, just wow. Okay, okay so, bye. So also, <laughs> also, for that reason, I give Gabrielle a bit more credit for how she reacts because not only does she think that Troy is like not who he is anymore yeah her friends are terrible at this point yeah. so there's there's a lot going on but it is the weakest song on the um in the film yeah. I'd agree with that yeah. definitely Fine. but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean I think it's what someone on Instagram today said that they think that this this music is like the worst of the three like, mm. soundtracks and I think I do agree but I think that's mm. obviously because it's the earliest one and it's the I think it's the cheesiest sounding one I think there are songs in like the other two that sound mm. more like actual music like actual yeah. songs you'd kind of like put on and, and, and listen to and rather than like a musical song exactly yeah I still a musical song don't get me wrong yeah I, I, like with like Gabriella one it's it's just that there's not as much depth to it whereas I felt number two and three I've got a lot more like depth and a lot more kind of like layering to them as well yeah, and they've got a lot more listenability to them as well. Like, yeah. just in terms of, like, you're right, they could be, like, kind of songs on, like, the charts, like, pop songs, yeah. some of them. So I think, like, as well, because the first film, we've obviously got an actual musical in the, yeah, the I was film. I going to say, yeah, it doesn't like, quite match up, does it? No. Like, what's the top, what's even happening? Like, yeah. a lot of the songs in the first one are not linked to any emotions. Quite a lot of them are just, like, here's a song. <laughs> yeah, this is from this play. Yeah. That's why we're singing it. Like... So I think for that reason, it's like let down in the music department, like compared to the others, just because. Yeah. Me personally, I'd rather listen to songs that are more like, yeah, like I poppy agree. songs. I think. Um, so yeah, I think I'd agree. I would agree with. Um, I just think they're stronger. I just think that, that yeah, they, and they, they also have more confidence in the in the performers as well. So the songs get more like challenging. They get more yeah. exciting. Um, and obviously, as they get older and their voices mature, yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's just noticeable. a natural progression, isn't it? So yeah, yeah it's I really agree. noticeable as well because like some of the characters that don't get a lot of singing in this film, like yeah. for example, Chad, yeah. you really see his voice progress. Like yeah. for example, in Boys Are Back, and like oh, yeah, it, and it sounds so good. So yeah. I think that's the other thing. Like that they're, they're an advantage anyway because like you say, they've grown up and they, they've yeah. matured so and I think a lot of the songs in the first one have like a similar vibe and sound quite mm, similar yeah um, because they've obviously got that like general like genre of like musical yeah. like teen musical going on and um, whereas I feel like once they hit like two and three they get a bit more like leeway a bit more freedom to experiment yeah. and you get a lot more variety in the songs as well and um, mm. who's in them and like you, you obviously get more solos as well in the later films as well yeah um, which is nice yeah and 
obviously nothing against Drew Seeley, but no. we get Zach Evans films real voice. So oh, yeah. And which is some, wonderful. Some banging solos from Zach. So we do. Yeah. He is the glue that holds this whole thing he really is. <laughs> together. <laughs> I think watching it when as like an adult, which we'll talk about in a second, like characters, you definitely see like that he is a standout. Yes. Um, which is probably why number two and number three, in terms of their songs, maybe you know more yeah. interesting because and I just think he as an actor is so engaging and you he hear is. that in his voice as well and I yeah. think it must have been quite hard for Drew Seeley to have done that when he's not in the scene either yeah like, yeah definitely so maybe that's why who knows yeah and also that's not just because you know we, we think Zac Efron is attractive just want to put that <laughs> out there who said that because said that. I think it's easy for people to like oh yeah of course you think he's the best part yeah. of it for that reason that is not the reason no just just want to put that out there <laughs> just <leave a> disclaimer. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. And on that note, <laughs> we'll move on to fun fact number three. So we first meet, as Katie very well uh, described in her Thank summary, Troy and Gabriella in a romantic karaoke scene in the middle of a ski lodge. However, the falling snow in the New Year's Eve scene was actually potato flakes. Yeah, I saw this. That's... Yeah. What like, a weird thing! Someone made a really good point of like, why couldn't you just? I mean, actually, someone said about bubbles like they do in Disney, but I guess like that could get wet on the camera and make yeah. them actually wet. So that wouldn't be any yeah. fake snow. It's just like not very romantic when you realise that's what it is. Well, especially <laughs> like, because it's like indoors so. anyway. Yeah, so it's like. You expect it to be fake snow. Imagine having like potatoes thrown on you. Yeah, because that would also go on your hair anyway. So like they'd either get wet if they had the like the bubble thing yeah. or potatoes. I'd rather get wet than have potato I, flakes in my well, hair. We would as, as actors, you, you would do. But yeah. then if you're filming it, you don't care about how the actor feels. Because if that's it's true. wet, you can see it on camera, which you wouldn't be able to see with the other one. So maybe that's That's why. true. Maybe. It's just very, I've never heard of anyone using no, that before. Either. It's very unique. So yeah, a waste of potato as well, really, isn't it? It is really potato <laughs> is one of the best foods there is. <laughs> uh, so uh, moving on from that wonderful fun fact, we're going to move into segment three, all about characters now. So we've touched on them a little bit, um, but we've you know we meet quite a lot of iconic characters in the mm. first movie that stick with us <laughs> mm. uh, for the whole three films. And um, so coming to you first this time, Rosie, oh. who's your favourite character? I wonder. I wonder. Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah, obviously my favourite character is Troy. Um, <laughs> I know. Shock. Um, it's just purely because I've got a few reasons. I think to me he's the most genuine yeah. out of all of them. And I think you said before, like, he's very true to himself. And mm. I think that's so important, especially for teenagers to watch as well. I think he's the one that kind of paves the way. I know it's through meeting Gabriella, but he paves the way for everyone to be themselves yeah, and do what they actually true. want to do. And like, you know, realize that it's not about what other people think. If you enjoy something, you should do it because you yeah. enjoy it. And I think that's so important for like, you know, high school like students to watch yeah. because in high school you do feel a bit like you can't do things because you'll be judged for doing yeah, things yeah. that's very much the the way it is so I think for that reason one of one of the reasons one of the many reasons <laughs> like he's the best character because he's just himself and he doesn't let other people hold him back like he'll yeah. keep pushing and he'll try and tell them like no like I want to do this like it shouldn't be a problem yeah like you're the problem because you're not letting me do this yeah. and also like you know he doesn't have very supportive friends 
No, he really, really doesn't. He His doesn't. Friends are poor. They are poor, and yet he is still this lovely person. And also, he's obviously the popular kid of the school yeah. because he's like captain of the basketball team, son yeah. of the coach. Also, obviously, good looking. So you know, there's yeah. all of those elements. Classic popular guy, and I think he's very well grounded. Yeah, because like, he could be a dead like Danny. Ted, he could be more like a dead Disney and green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, but like I'm a two birds. It's all like it's fine. It's fine. And then like yeah. more sandy like kind of stuff. Whereas Trey never does that. No, um, he has like his moment where he's a bit like where he's to be fair, where he's put under pressure. Yes, yes. <laughs> to, to say certain things, and he shouldn't have said them, but. He doesn't the whole way throughout the film. Even like he stands up to his dad, like for Gabriella. He does. Yeah. Like he he's very much kind of like, and then like with Miss Darvis when he goes and he like stands up for her, even though Miss Darvis doesn't like her. Yeah, and, and Kelsey like as well, yeah. like telling oh. her she's the playmaker. When like he when helps she... her pick up the. I know. Music. That's the thing. Like it, he's he is a nice guy. Yeah. And I think the, the thing is, there's a lot of flaws with the other characters. So when you look at him, there's not there's not as many with him. No. And that's why I say he holds it together, because to me, he's the most realistic character out of yeah. all of them. Um, and also the one that I want to see the most. Like That's the kind yeah. of person I'd want to get to know. Him, yeah. 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 And I think it is just because he is that person that's like trying to pursue something he actually enjoys despite what his friends and family think and at that age as well like I just said it's hard to be that person to be like actually I want to do this or maybe like I don't want to do this because that's the other thing that you can have as well you decide actually maybe the thing your parents want you to do maybe that's not what you want to do so I just think he's very like good for that reason because I think it will have encouraged a lot of other people to like you know do the same thing as well but yeah. also, he's an excellent boyfriend. <laughs> he is an excellent, excellent, excellent boyfriend. boyfriend. Um, yeah. Because he, you're right, he defends Gabriella. Like, like, he's literally known her, like, five minutes. Yeah. And he's defending her. Like, even, like, with, was it, is it the phone in class? Or is that a later one? That's, like, number uh, two. Yeah, I think that's two, I think. Um, oh, no, it's not. It's number one, because that's why they get detention, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it is, it is. Yeah. Um, and he's, and he's like, oh, like it was me. Like he doesn't. Yeah, he takes the fall. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Apart from that one slip up when he's talking to his friends. Um, yeah. And he shouldn't really say no. Gabriella, like you know, she's nothing. He shouldn't have said that. No. But, no. Like you know, he was quite clearly under pressure, and it was obviously it was. I mean, it was a setup as well. Yeah, it was. Thought into saying things that he probably would, he didn't. He obviously didn't actually believe. No. Would never normally have said. Um, he still shouldn't have said it. I don't know. Behavior. It doesn't matter like who's watching you or who you're with. You still no. shouldn't say those things. No, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not like he's a horrible person. No, no. Um, and he goes and finds Gabriella and like she, she, she just ignores him, and then he apologizes like straight away as well. Like it's not like he's like, "Well, I was with the guy, so it's fine." Exactly. Like, like that's not what you get from Troy. No, he apologizes and tries to explain. Um, yeah, he doesn't hide anything and doesn't no. try and pretend to be someone he's not to anyone really like yeah. he's he's pretty real with everyone and like it's like on the basketball court when him and Gabriella are kind of messing around oh, yeah. and then his dad comes in and yeah. he's like really annoyed at Gabriella yeah. and really rude really he rude because he's, he's just introduced Gabriella to him and he's yeah. so rude um and Troy doesn't like that and I like that because that's nice he's like very respectful yeah he is of Gabriella which again I also love that he calls Gabriella's mom like Ms Montez I know I know so 
I think obviously as well back then I was watching that thinking right this is the kind of person for me (laughs) (laughs) I was like I need a Troy (laughs) yeah I think we all need a Troy yeah so yes so that was probably quite a long-winded um but it's good because that's kind of like the same as me so we kind of have like our yeah joint answer there um so yeah no I I completely am of the same opinion I think he's the most interesting character and I think Mm. he has I think he's written the most interestingly as well Mm -hmm. um and I think he has the most like interesting character arc and like you say because the rest of the characters kind of like are all attached to him in some way Mm. usually when that happens in a film you, you kind of not forget about the main character but they're not your favorite because like like you said if you listen to number 18 it was number 18 about Raya and the Last Dragon mm. um mm-hmm. we about Raya and the fact that we felt like something was missing and it felt like she's kind of just pushing the plot forward yeah without having much of like herself kind of really really present and I yeah. think thankfully High School Musical gets that right in the fact that like Troy is still interesting even though he's the one plowing the plot forward as well yeah um so yeah I, I agree I really agree and I, I think especially for a teenage boy mm. to go against all those different things obviously like to go against his friends to go against his parents to kind of stand up for, for a girl to, yeah. to sing <laughs> all those different things that, that he does I think that's a really great message for teenage boys in particular yeah I know, I know like quite a few teenage boys who will probably regret not doing things at school because they thought it wasn't cool yeah definitely because um, you know like at times like boys can be as we see in the film can be a little bit more kind of like judgmental in terms of like what other boys do and there's like mm. harsher jokes girls will be like whispery generally yeah and, like, snide but boys tend to be a bit harsher with their jokes I, yeah I've found personally yeah and um, so it can be quite like obviously like you know girls have their own problems as well but I feel like this does a really good thing that's a really good job of highlighting the trials of being a teenage boy yeah but often you get all the challenges of being like a teenage girl but mm-hmm. usually when we get a teenage boy it's a geeky dorky teenage boy mm-hmm. who's like got no friends or whatever and that's not the only like people who struggle with identity yeah. and yeah. It, it highlights that like you said the fact that he's so popular and he's got all these friends and they're great parents and a great house and all this kind of stuff that doesn't mean that you're automatically happy and you automatically know what you want to do in life yeah, yeah. and that that at times especially as a teenager can be quite trapping for yourself as well mm-hmm. um because he's got you, you see it quite a bit in films where you see like um like, teen, like teenagers who, whose parents have given them so much that they then kind of feel under pressure to kind yeah, of not to live achieve. their own life yeah and yeah. um, so I think it's it's actually quite a unique approach to be fair mm. to like a high school movie because you don't normally yeah. see like the main guy being so likable mm. <laughs> um, yeah. and so deep which I think is nice and um, because they're usually just a love interest um, yeah Typically, because most most of these films are targeted towards teenage girls, so they mean like the girls normally yeah. the protagonist. Um, like if you look, for example, at like Mean Girls, and you look at like um the the, the guy in that, he is literally blessing. He is just there. Oh yeah, <laughs> as a love interest, he is, and he's pulled between one woman and woman, isn't he? So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I agree. Um, since we have the same one, uh, I'm gonna have like a. T- Cheeky shout out to Miss Darbus as <laughs> as an older person that I used to think she was so annoying, but now like as an older, I still think she has um questionable um morals, yeah, questionable techniques for her students. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love as a, as a theatre nerd, I love her commitment to making her students enjoy theatre. Yeah, like 
the way she talks about theatre is so true in our current climate as well. Like the fact that there was another thing that was released by the UK government, I think yesterday or the other day before, about how they're looking to slash drama budgets again. In oh, yeah, years. I saw this. And it's like, that's always a subject that gets taken mm. like a hit. And the thing that it teaches kids was so important. There are kids who are like so shy where they can quite easily hide in a classroom, but you can't hide in a drama classroom mm. <laughs> as easily. So I think it's, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but in the same way that, you know, math isn't for everybody, mm. it's important to learn the foundation skills of it. And so I, I yeah. love the fact that Miss Darbus really pushes that on, like, for her students as, like, uh, the importance of extracurricular activities as well, because I think yeah. quite often that does get overlooked um, in favour of sport. It happens quite a lot in, mm. in UK mm. schools, um, where, like, you know, if, if you tell your teacher you're going out for, like, a netball class, it's fine. But if you say yeah. you've got a drama rehearsal or drama exam, they look at you like you've got three heads. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I definitely agree um, with Miss Thomas's passion, even though she's a bit questionable and she is a bit dramatic. She's quite aggressive in, in her nature sometimes. Especially like, in number one, she's yeah. a bit more questionable. I she think. tones it down a bit, doesn't she? She gets more likeable, I think, in number two. And number yeah. I also love like when she marches in, when she marches into like the, the boys' changing room. Oh, and, I love that that's scene. That's one of my favourite scenes. And she's like, yeah. oh, 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 it's so funny. Um, yeah, and, she like, is I, amazing. She has a strong female character in that film as well. Um, yeah like really strong um, she is definitely yeah. she has such a presence about her yeah and yeah I just love it when they're doing the auditions and she, she's just like thank you uh next like yeah. every time someone does something and she's still quite nice to them yeah like, even, yeah like, maybe the spring music yeah style. yeah like, she's not horrible to no them. no um and I, yeah, she clearly loves her job. She clearly loves being a teacher. I think that's quite a nice thing to show as well. Yeah. Um, because quite often, again, in these American rom-coms, you tend to get teachers who clearly hate their jobs mm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and don't enjoy being there. But actually, for her, it's quite clear that she loves being there. So I really like that presentation of, of the drama teacher in that. I think yeah. it's really nice. Um, she has her flaws, as we all do. Mm. But I, I, I really enjoy watching her character as a, as a drama student and then like as a as a theatre graduate as well and um, I've always loved watching her passion for theatre on, on the screen which is really cool it is it's nice it's nice at the end when after the game she comes and like congratulates That's them as what well I mean, yeah and, and, and you tend to find as well that because drama is such a um you, you get to know the person as well as their work because you kind of work, work longer hours or it's a lot more kind of physical and like emotional yeah. stuff you tend to find that you do form really strong relationships with the, like, with, with like drama teachers. They, they tend to know a lot more about you. Mm. Um, and so I, I love that as well because she clearly cares so much about her students as well. Yeah. Um, and that really comes across. I love that when she's like, um, and, and when, um, oh, what is it? When it's like break a leg or there's something. Someone says something and she goes, oh, oh it's when she goes bravo and then goes, yeah, bravo. bravo. <laughs> I love that. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's so nice because it's nice as well because like obviously Coach Bolton has his flaws more than oh. she does. But I also do admire his passion for yeah. basketball as well. So I it like is nice. I more in the second and the third film. Me though. Too. I think in the first one, I personally think he's very likeable in the first one. No. I think that whole passion for basketball I feel like in the first one is more for him than for anybody mm, else yeah Whereas then when you see him in the second and the third film he's a lot he's a lot better of a dad in the second yeah and the third film. and the way he talks about basketball is very different yeah the way he is in the first one 
yeah, because we slightly see him like being a bit softer when he chats to um, Troy before the game, yeah. where he's saying like, "All that matters is that you have a good time." He's like, "Whatever the score is, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't. I'm happy as long as you've had a good time." Yeah. So that for me, I was like, "Okay, yeah. maybe his dad's not as bad as we thought he was." Yeah. So yeah, he gets better. He, he does, does get, get better. better. And I think he's such like a small role in, in that first film. Yeah, he is. Um, although, so I love his character. And I, I love his character, like I say, in the second and third film. Um, and like his interaction with Troy. He's a great father mm. figure on screen in those. Um, yeah. He, he kind of had to be like the bad guy in the of like that yeah. kind of show that Troy was tormented. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yes. And so they're our favourite characters out of the way. Mm. <laughs> um, what about the least favourite characters? Hmm, it's interesting because I think most people would either go, well, maybe Coach Bolton could be someone's, mm. but also I think <clears throat> Sharpay for some people isn't. It's like a bit she's, much. <laughs> she's a bit much, a bit extra. So people might be a bit sick of her, but she, I love Sharpay, so yeah. she's not my least favorite. <laughs> I think in this film, it's hard because I love them like in the next ones. So Chad and Taylor. Yeah. I I'm sorry they are too intense and they're not good friends they are not they're toxic film. they're really toxic and it's not even just in that moment where they like do the whole like setup thing they're like it's the selfish, way aren't they yeah they are like it's the way that like to be fair chad doesn't change that much actually like now i think about it because when troy changes colleges he is quite let down um because he's yeah. like oh yeah we're going to the is it u of a or whatever yeah. it's like yeah so anyway that aside um <laughs> not the third film <laughs> no i know but you can see my passion for that film um no it's when like all chad wants to talk about is the game like basketball yeah. with troy it doesn't feel like he's interested in troy as a friend no it? It feels like he's interested in just basketball and what troy yeah can bring him for basketball yeah Exactly. And same with Taylor, though, is like she's not interested because like she obviously tries to put Gabriella off Troy as yeah. well, as we saw. Before it even started. She's very like I know people think Sharpay's stuck up and entitled, but to be mm. honest, so is Taylor. Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. She's my least favourite for that exact reason. She she thinks she is so superior. She does. To she everyone does. else. And that doesn't really change either. No, it um, doesn't. It, we just don't see as much of her. No, um, no. Yeah. I was going to say something about the third film. I'm going to say it because no, she say also it. says like she wants to be president, right? Like a female oh, president. Yeah. So like we we know like she has ambition, which is great. But the problem is that unfortunately seems to come at the expense of her friends, yeah. especially in the first film, because all she cares about is them doing the decathlon and like succeeding. She's like, oh, now we've got Gabriella, like we might actually have a shot at winning. And she's so judgmental of other yeah. people as well. Like when Gabriella's kind of coming in, like, and you know, she's going, like, she's putting out all the different people. Yeah. And like, obviously, like, we don't sit with them, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's so judgmental. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's why I'm like, I just think she's no better than Sharpay and actually in some ways I think she is worse than Sharpay like Sharpay is out and clear that she's yeah she's person. not behind people's backs in yeah. the same way like obviously it's still not nice <laughs> to be <laughs> you know <laughs> nasty but um yeah I just think it's very like clear that Chad and Taylor have their best interests at heart and not their friends, friends. yeah I agree. they just don't support them at all like it's like I said, I'm going to go back to that scene again. So it's a scene where obviously she's seen the, the clip of Troy, well, the live footage mm -hmm. of Troy. And <laughs> the live um, stream back before yeah, Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. 
And she literally, Gabriella is crying, yeah. right? Taylor stood there like, yes, success. Like, we've achieved yeah. our goal. She's like, yeah, like, we did it well done, guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's it's like, like, you've upset your friends. I know. It's just like, yeah, okay, so we'll see you um, tomorrow, like, like for the decathlon. Yeah. Then they leave. And I'm like, you've made your friend cry. I know. And I, It's so toxic. Friends. It's so unbelievably toxic. And I think I realise that more now. Like, back in the time, like, I, maybe I didn't realise it as much. But now, when I watch that scene, I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. if I was Gabriella after that, I would be more annoyed at Taylor than I would have at well, Troy. I would be as well, because, like, that classic, you know, like, Sisters Before Misters. Yeah. The idea that, like, you know, your friends, boyfriends and, and, and partners and girlfriends or whatever can be, like, a bit more, like, fragile and kind of come and go. Mm. But your friends are meant to be forever. Mm. Um, like, your close, close friends. Yeah. Um, and they're supposed to always have your interests at heart. Mm. Um, that's why you're friends so I agree I would have more problem with that because like she she's lied and, she, and she's yeah. manipulated Gabriella into something into like doing things just because it's what she wants yeah and she doesn't like she doesn't really listen when she says about like how she's interested in Troy like she yeah. asks about Troy and all Taylor does is like um what is it she does like she asks the cheerleaders what they think of Troy and they will like scream and she's oh, like that's yeah. what I think of Troy like she's like yeah basically trying to show that like yeah. all he is is a jock like that's it she's very judgmental she is very judgmental um so yeah I have issues with both of them for basically the same reasons but obviously they do get better mm. I'd say like in the second and third but they are still quite self-obsessed though like like I said yeah. with Chad like it's like him and Troy are attached at the hip sometimes because he can't fathom Troy doing something no. without him obviously he does come to terms with it and accept it but but even then, like when he walks out of like the graduation, that's yeah. Thing. But like yeah. the whole way through, he is very much like he can never just be happy for his friends. Exactly, exactly. Like why can't they just be happy that they found each other yeah. and they're happy together? Like just support that. Like it annoys me. I think just... that's definitely like a an American thing of like going mm. to the same college because I get to say mm. like to all the boys in love before when they're like planning oh, to go yeah. to like the same college. In the UK, that's not a thing. No. Like. Even like I knew loads of couples at, at like at uni and at um in high school where they yeah. never planned to go to the same uni like it's no. a thing um so yeah I don't know that's just like an American thing as well like obviously there will be a few who will be like, yeah oh, same uni but it's not like the same like level everyone's looking at their own uni yeah you look at like what's best for you, for you rather than yeah. like as a couple sort of yeah. thing so yeah I'm just like why did they think upsetting their friends was gonna yeah. make them closer to their friends so... and do you know what else I hate about it because they're also Miley's favorite yeah well, yeah is that they they enjoy it like you watch mm. them and they're enjoying it and I know. that for me is, is a problem as well Is like you know when, when Chad is like egging him on and he sets the game also how did Troy not notice the camera I know it was, it's, it's so when Chad is like so, I'm just like, yeah. the lid. <laughs> yeah, when it starts getting heated, like, the suddenly the lid. It's of... so funny. I'm like, come on, Troy. Like, use yeah. your brain, hon. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of like, sort of like, his arms crossed, like, listening intently. And same with, like, um, should I say Tessie again? Taylor. Because her last name is McKessie. Yeah, is. yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's is. right. That Taylor. is. Yeah. We're going to nickname her Tessie now. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like when she shows the video, you can kind of see in her face. It's like, and I told you so. Look, yeah, 
it's like why are you to find pleasure in other people's pain is always like bizarre it's not okay it's not it's just not okay best friends yeah more so for chad because again gabrielle has been there like five minutes but as Mm. we find out in number three like chad and troy have been friends forever yeah like since they were tiny so i don't understand why you would ever do that to your friend you could why not just chat to him and be like, listen, like, we feel like this way. Yeah. Like, we know you're really into Gabriella. We know you're loving your singing, but the team feel a little bit like we're being left out. Or yeah. like, you know, which was still a ridiculous thing because he was doing both. So it's fine. Yeah. And he was doing them fine. Excellently. He in was. Fact. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. I think, like, you're right. Because I actually, I love Sharpay and the fact that she owns who she is. Like, mm. It might not be the best version of herself. If no. anyone has seen Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, oh my God. Oh. We'll Excellent. do an episode on that because that film, Excellent film. development, like, yeah, comes full circle in that. So maybe that's why I have it in such a spot for her as well. Yeah. Like, and she's like, you know, driven and, and committed and whatever, maybe to some, you know, questionable lengths. Because someone in our, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Mm. But like, you know, is she really a villain? <laughs> um, mm. But at least she owns it, you know? Like, she's not two faced. Well, exactly. And I mean, that's the worst thing. That's what makes it so toxic yeah. is that these people can't just have a conversation about what's annoying them. Instead, yeah. they have to hatch a plan to try and do it. And also the, the other thing that annoys me is the assumption that because these two are together, suddenly they can't carry on with all their commitments. Mm-hmm. They're going to choose that relationship over everyone else. That's not yeah. that's not how it always works. Yeah. And that's it's like a lack of trust. In that person, like you say, Chad and Troy have been friends forever. So yeah. where is this coming from? They're just toxic, toxic friends. They are. Um, and they are. I'm sure you'll hear about this in episode two as well, because it gets even worse it in episode does. <laughs> It does. And Gabriella joins in as well. Oh, oh dear. Toxic friendships. Avoid yes. them, everyone. They're not yes. worth your time. No. But no. anyway. Anyway. Um, so that, that was my handsome as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you think there's like one set villain of the film because I think one of our Instagram followers said that you know their like unusual opinion about this film was that Sharpay isn't really the villain of the film Mm. what are your thoughts on that yeah it's interesting because I don't really look at this film and think there is a villain yeah like I don't think of it in that way I think maybe just because of how it is like it's not like there's some like one person mm. like trying to ruin everything or like rule the world sort of thing like it's not it's like not obvious it's not clear cut so I agree yeah. there's not like a set villain but also if I had to pick one like I don't really know who I would pick because I think there's a few people like to be honest like I think Taylor and Chad could be seen as villains I agree because they, they do especially with the way that the film is structured yeah they are the ones that cause the problem they are because Sharpay is a bit of an annoyance for people but she, she is actually like it's more annoying for her she doesn't get her own way she yeah doesn't actually managed to split anybody up or like yeah. cause anyone to not follow what they want to do she's just a bit annoying for people um, yeah obviously like chad and, and taylor and their little posses um actually cause misery on purpose and they plan it out so yeah, yeah i would yeah i would agree if, you, if we're gonna pick one yeah, yeah. i think and, it's and like you say like it's ongoing as well like the fact that like they from from the beginning of the film they're basically working to change the other person's mind yeah, to really? ruin a relationship. They're just yeah. trying to ruin a relationship, which is horrible. And it's not even just about the relationship either, is it? It's about, like, what the people, the individuals want to do. Yeah. And it happens that it's them together. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see how happy singing makes them both, but they don't care about that. And, and it's an ongoing thing mm. um, where they just, like, what, what, constantly trying to be like, oh, like, you shouldn't do this, you should do this instead. They're just not accepting of who their friends are. No. And it's like, 
why are you friends? Like, and one big thing as well, I think, is definitely that Ryan is very misunderstood and is definitely oh, not a villain. No, he is not. He is not a villain at He's all. He's just dragged along for the ride, isn't he? He is absolutely not his best self in that film because, like, I love him in second yeah. film and third film. He is he's a great character. He really gets to, like, shine in this film. In he the, does. In the later films. He does. But, like, in this one, he's definitely, like, overshadowed by Sharpay. Like, yeah, like, yeah. They sound good and just like, Ryan! <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. I feel like he's he's being like pressurized and never said they were like manipulating stuff by Sharpay. And once yeah. he kind of gets out of that in the number two and number three, we see some of like his best work, which is really exactly, cool. exactly. So and that's... He's just oppressed, and that's why he gets accepted into Juilliard. Spoilers, Rosie. People might not. Have I'm seen sorry three. if you've not seen it by now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Disgusting behavior. We haven't, we haven't put a spoiler warning at the beginning. I'm sorry. I, I literally number three is quite clearly in my mind right now, despite the fact yeah, we're trying to talk about the first. I apologize film. to everybody whose favorite <laughs> film is number one, and Rosie is <laughs> ruining the discussion. <laughs> no, because you can't talk about. No, I feel like you yeah. have to kind of reference like the other yeah. films as well, just so it's a bit more rounded, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I think with Sharpay, just one thing I was going to say about that is. I also think that I don't think she's like vindictive about the way she does things like in the way that like um, Taylor and Chad are like yeah. she's not trying to cause harm to others she's just trying to make her position yeah. better and whilst like when she changes the date like makes Mr. Albus do that it isn't a nice thing to do no. and obviously she's trying to like you know ruin their chances but she's more doing it to improve her chances yeah. so I don't think she's quite it's still think, not right. It's not it's right. Not as, it's not as mean, is it? No, it's purpose? it's just more selfish. Like yeah. it's, I, I think is how I describe her. It's more selfish than manipulative. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I would say. Yeah, so I, think, yeah, I agree. She has a lot of growth, and that probably comes does. from a lot of insecurity as well, as we do yes. see in Sharpay's Fabric Def- Adventure. Definitely. <laughs> and again, that we see in number two, where she's clearly expected to exceed everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all that pressure from home and stuff so you've you clearly got a lot going on exactly um, doesn't excuse again but i so no. i think that was esme actually who said that so esme we are <laughs> <we're> on board <laughs> yeah yeah definitely please stand clear of the doors por favor manténganse alejado de las puertas fab and that brings us on to the end of that segment and on to Disney fun fact number four. So in the first film, Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Graybeard didn't necessarily get on during the first movie. So in a YouTube video where the former twins discuss, um, like they say a cover of what I've been looking for and, and they discuss the beginning of the show, uh, Ashley Tisdale talks about how the two of them didn't get along and in commas hated each other um, mm. when they were... But to be fair, if you only had 24 days to get to know someone, yeah. it makes more sense. Yeah. And it wasn't until they toured together um, that they actually became friends which is a good job because they spend a lot of time together yeah exactly yeah yeah that's interesting I remember watching that video because I was like oh my god they're together again like doing a cover it was really exciting to see that on her YouTube channel but like I I didn't realize until then that they didn't didn't get on I didn't realize it was quite as like much as well like hated like it's a yeah. bit different to finding each other annoying. But I suppose, um, like, as someone who's come from like a theatre background, you can you tend to get like quite a lot of like high personalities in like mm-hmm. one room, and especially at that age, people are trying to outperform each other as well because you want yeah. to like be, be proving your proving that you are worthy to be there. Yeah. So I wonder if that's part of what that is as well. Is it's like a trying to like prove and like show you like that you're worthy of being in that space, and quite often people at that age, you, you find that they're really focused on 
the performance rather than like their friends mm, that happens quite yeah. a bit as well like their um, career like yeah. ambitions rather than like who they're meeting along the way because they want well, to get to yeah. a certain point and because they, they know that at that stage in their career it's quite like a um, fragile state of their yeah. career as well isn't it because like you know how many other like um Disney Channel stars do we know that mm. were in films of similar levels and stuff and they never went anywhere because yeah. they didn't carry on um, yeah so yeah maybe that's why but it's good that they're friends now yeah I'm glad they're friends now because I don't really like thinking about it like as them not being yeah. friends it kind of like ruins the like magic yeah. of the films for me um but yeah it also shows realities you know as well well because I didn't that happen with Greece as well where I'm pretty sure that like John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John didn't get on oh really oh no that's interesting was it that one or was it no I think I just heard that she wasn't a very nice person um, but actually sorry it was um Dirty Dancing oh right yeah they apparently just didn't get on at all it's quite awkward isn't it like, like, obviously Fraser and Jennifer Grey I think yeah and um, they just yeah. didn't like gel um, which is so weird because on screen their chemistry is so mm. um and yeah apparently there's quite a lot of like there's comments made about the two like when they're on set about like, not liking each other and stuff interesting um, which is it is interesting and um, so yeah you're right but often you do forget that they are people behind the scenes and they are human beings on. yeah like, at the end of the day like not everyone's gonna get on um and well. you don't have control over who you're cast with like quite often no. they do screen tests to check like your chemistry is the characters but they don't allow you to sit there and have a chat about like whether you're actually going to get on as people mm-hmm. so yeah ah. there you go also if you haven't seen that cover definitely go and watch it <laughs> because it's just really cute <laughs> i think i've seen it actually I need to go and watch it there's also one that she did with vanessa hudgens as well it wasn't a cover it was just like well it was a cover of a song but not of high school musical that one's nice as well you can tell oh. that they're quite close so yeah would recommend so that brings us to our final segment then um so this is where we're going to discuss our thoughts overall and also our score out of 10 um which is going to be interesting yeah i still don't know what mine is so i'm glad you're going first so what's your overall thoughts of the first film Sorry, um, I don't know what emphasizing that. I'm telling it to myself. Yourself, yeah. Yes. And um, what would your score be out of 10? Yes, I'm going to say, like, I love the film. I think it's a really feel good film. It's probably my least favorite of the three, um, yeah. only because I just think it's kind of like a setup film that mm-hmm. less emotion involved, like we said. Um, there's less, less at stake. Uh, yeah. in this film because there isn't really a lot at stake in this film compared to the others no um but i still think it's a really fun film i love like the focus on like doing things that make you happy and not changing to for other people and just like you know being you mm. um songs are great they're very very catchy not particularly like deep and meaningful songs mm. all of them but they're really catchy um and they some of them like um state like stick to the status quo has great themes in it yes even though it's like doing it by saying the other way it's yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah Um, so initially i came into this i was saying before about like around like a Mm. 6.5 not a standout film interesting but after our discussion i'm going to push it up to a seven um because i think i i I do love this film i do love like all the message and stuff around it yeah um so i'll probably push it up to a to a seven i think out of ten that's Um, fair I might regret that, but I thought we're going to go with because six point five feels like too low. It does. It feels yeah. like too low for a film that I would watch regularly. Like that's the thing. Like as a this film, I would watch quite mm. frequently and enjoy watching. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, number seven, I think, is where we're going to 
put the marker. Plus, with this, there's only three films. It's not quite like the classics where it's a bit more stressful when there's so it's many not, and you have to set the like bar. Quality wise, isn't it? Mm. So gotta be. You can't. We can't go crazy. I'm no. Like jeopardizing our skill in a no, bit. No, 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 no. Interesting. So yeah, number seven for me. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and, and, and the other problem I have with the film and it does carry on like throughout the rest of them which you only kind of see as an adult when you look at it as like in depth and that's the thing like when we do these like reviews it doesn't mean that when we sit and watch the film we're like oh my god this is such like a terrible film for xyz reasons no <laughs> more than, like when we sit and review them for you guys and sit and talk about the films in more depth mm. these conversations come out and yeah it's not like we it's not like we hate Disney no <laughs> we sit and like every Disney film is flawed like it's inherently problematic no. Like, which when we discuss them in this way, I think yeah. things come out. Um, and as an adult watching these films back, I don't think a lot of the characters are very likable. I think that's mm. a problem. Um, like, Sharpay is likable in the wrong types of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like, agree. Like we said the things, like, in this one, the fact that Coach Bottom isn't very likable, like, um, Taylor, and, I know he has his moments, but overall, yeah, yeah. Taylor overall. and Chad aren't very likable. Miss Darbus is, like, only likable at certain points. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I find that like the only person that I really really like is Troy yeah <laughs> um, and Kelsey actually Kelsey yeah Kelsey's sweet one um again someone who's quite representative of people who aren't always shown on like tv mm. films and stuff as well so um but that's probably one of the reasons that I would mark it down a bit more as well is that I don't really like connect with people like crazily in this film mm. um I just yeah I don't think they're particularly likable characters even though I love the film but it's really odd no it's it's true though yeah. I it's funny how you realize that when you analyze it like yeah. if I sat down and watched it like just to watch it you know yeah like, I wouldn't be sat there like oh like these people I don't like I don't like I Taylor do and sit Chad. there and do that about Chad and you know when no, it but, happens and I'm like yeah why are you doing this <laughs> yeah but you're not there like listing every reason that they're like a terrible no. person but now that we've like <laughs> talked about it it's like it's more abundant yeah so yeah I agree with that that's mine how about you so it's my least favourite of the three, um, as we probably guessed. I think that's quite and common for most people, though. I it think. is. I don't think that's a controversial thing. I no. think it is, though, like one of those things where sometimes the first of a series or like a, like a film series, mm-hmm. or especially a trilogy, can often be the one that gets overlooked in the end because the next ones are sometimes yeah, more, I think kind like, of better. Yeah, I with like Descendants again. And I think yeah, me too. quite a bit with um, like teen stuff yeah. because... As, as they grow older the themes yeah. tend to get more mature and yeah. the songs get more mature and the acting just gets generally better because they, they can do deeper storylines because they're older yeah so normally it's not the fault of the film no just the way that it, it works but it's also like things like budget as well that's so, so like true. that yeah, obviously adds that. to it a lot because I was also just thinking like not in terms of Disney Channel but like Toy Story for example yeah. like my favorite of those is the third one so mm. I think it's not that I don't like the first one because obviously that's how it all started and the yeah. same with this but it's not my favorite so I think it is sometimes it's at a disadvantage the first the first well, especially when, you look at, like, when, when we look at like the the musical numbers in number one there's mm. mm. musical numbers in like even in number two and like the pool and yeah we get a whole new brand new location but in number three when we get like um like the prom night song oh like the level of commitment to like the scenery and costumes that they exactly have in that film and like yeah. the different locations and the costumes and the just everything 
it, you mm. get more of the world whereas I think like we said before because it was all kind of filmed in the school yeah you don't get as much of them in their world and as people um, yeah which we definitely miss out on I think in the film. yeah so yeah I agree so yeah that's why like that's that's my least favorite but I still love it as a film yeah it's very nostalgic and it's something I've always watched like I'm happy to watch it if anyone asked me to watch it I'd be like yes yeah. love to watch that I'll always listen to the soundtrack in fact yeah High School Musical is my most common like playlist that I listen actually. to while I'm working <laughs> yeah I love it like I've even put like the um the series songs on there yeah. now as well like I find I it quite it. easy to listen to actually yeah because we know the songs so well and they're not very like intense so- yeah intense, but they're not like crazy like deep songs yeah yeah I agree like they're not they're not like intense no. songs you can easily like sing along to them and I think they're very feel good yeah like, they just make so you feel true. very happy um that's yeah. really true actually you, you can kind of like do work or like do whatever you're doing and have them on in the background and you don't have to think about them because you know the song so well yeah exactly so yeah I think the songs are definitely like weaker in this film like we've discussed at quite a length yeah <laughs> but um I still enjoy it a lot but like you said I think if it wasn't for Troy, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I wonder, like, how it would be because, as we've said, the other characters, unfortunately, don't bring as much in the first film anyway. Yeah, definitely not in the first film. They, they get better as it goes on. Um, so I'm actually going to give it a seven as well. And that's what I, <gasps> I was going to give it. the first time we yeah, I, I was thinking, I'm not sure if we, did we, did we not say the same for Fantasia? We might have done. No. Did we not? I definitely no, gave it a low was, score. I like, think you were slightly lower than me. Oh, was I? Only slightly. Oh, um, maybe because it was music. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I yeah. Think the list. But yeah, I think I think you gave it a 2.5 and I gave it a 3, I think. Or you gave it like a 2 and I gave it a 2.5. I think it was that way around. Yeah, it yeah. was that one, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. yes. That's 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 interesting. We're very in sync. I wonder yeah. how it's going to go like going forward. I do feel like we kind of agree on most yeah we do with high school musical stuff and we have talked about it a lot like mm. before as well so I feel like we kind of know True. what we like I think we are quite in sync with Disney Channel movies in general yeah. I think we are quite because obviously when it comes to like general Disney because there's so much on offer and there's so mm. many different genres and different um types of films and different stories and different types of characters you you, you tend to find a preference and a niche that you prefer. Yeah. Whereas Disney Channel movies, lots of them are, they have like the same messaging and they have like the same ideas. They have like similar music. So yeah. if you like kind of one and you feel a certain way about one movie, it's likely you're going to feel similar about another. Obviously, I like it varies still, but yeah. um, if they're, they're more consistent. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I also was thinking about going forward, how I'm going to give second one and third one score. So I was like, I need to make sure yeah give us one too high because then otherwise I can't <laughs> you can't distance out the others no they? otherwise it'll be the same and I'm like mm, it's not on the same level no so, yeah. exactly yeah yeah I, I think agree. a seven's fair yeah. and we're in line with like the, the critics and the audience reviews from yeah the other ones as well so. that's true so yeah Bad. well that's the end of the episode so thank you very much for listening and we hope you enjoyed a bit of a cheesy nostalgic throwback <laughs> today back to some Disney Channel content um and if you enjoyed our episode today then please subscribe on spotify apple Podcasts, or follow us on podbean or wherever you listen to us we know pandora <laughs> is a huge one, one this week oh opera opera so if you're listening on opera hello to you yeah <laughs> hello how how exciting i know so there you go so there's all sorts of platforms so whatever your platform is just just click a follow or subscribe or whatever your button is <laughs> yeah 
And while you're there, maybe if you've been listening for a while, as we mentioned before, maybe you could leave us a review. Just maybe. Just maybe. I mean, and as we said, you know, like if there's something you want us to do an episode on, let us know. Because we would love to know like what you guys want. Um, because I'm we sure know you're listening. We can see you all. Like we yes. can see. <laughs> it's not like it's just our friends. Yeah. We about the podcast. We can see you're there. So yeah. Um, and whenever I listen to podcasts, because I listen to quite a few, um, mm. I always think, oh, like I wish they do an episode on this, or like I wish yeah. they do an episode on this. So we we are literally putting it on a silver platter for you. What do you want? <laughs> and also, you might come up with something that we've never thought of yeah. as well. So yeah, just literally. Just let us know, yeah. please. We'd love to know. And of course, if you've got any Disney loving friends, then make sure to pass us on to them yes. so they also can listen and let us know what they want to hear. Exactly. It's a big <laughs> Disney friendship circle. It's a chain. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if you haven't done so already and you're not sick of our voices, um, <laughs> you can catch us as guests over on the Making the Magic podcast. And also, Katie was on the Free Mouseketeers podcast as well. So, more content, more of our voices. You're welcome. You can't get enough of us. There's always <laughs> more. <laughs> um, and if you want even more, don't forget to follow along with our Instagram for all of our latest adventures and throwbacks um, on different stats and quotes and more fun facts. We started doing more fun facts as well. Mm. I really like those. Um, and we also still have our ad slots in our podcasts that are on offer as well. Um, so with the summer approaching, if you've got a small shop, um, and you're kind of looking to push like new ranges whether it's Disney whether it's not Disney and <laughs> um, mm. kind of whatever it is that you're, you're looking to share um, we offer ad slots in the podcast um, and you can find all the information for that on our Instagram page and our Facebook page as well if you go into our um, like our link tree link there's, there's an information button on there um, for the ad slot application form and you can find out all the information there um, so whether you sell like we've had people on here that sell like Disney scrunchies that sell Disney keyrings, Disney bags like personalized poems and um, we, we do a bit of everything we just love yes we both love buying from small shops. we do um, it's important obviously we find them through instagram but not everybody will find them in that way and there's so many out there that it's hard to find them all yeah um, so we're really passionate about, about sharing those so if you if you have a small shop and you, you don't have to commit to anything straight away no <laughs> drop us an email um at springlandsdisneypodcast at gmail.com if you want to chat about anything um we'd love to love to have you um, yes. because we we have quite a lot of small shop stuff ourselves um, we do yeah so it's all about like giving back you know um so coming up next time we have the next marvel episode uh, and we have the falcon and the winter soldier review coming and so that'll be really exciting because it's a very mm. different one to one division it is so if you are into marvel um, and you have and you're quite new maybe and you don't know we do have some other marvel episodes Yes. Okay, so I need to remember off the top of my head now which Marvel episodes. So we had one division, we had and then we also have the Marvel intro to Marvel, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Just those two, I think, for now. Yes, it is. It is those two. Um so if you scroll back and, and you, you want to kind of catch up on those Marvel ones beforehand, feel free, but you won't need to because the the, the episode will stand alone. Obviously, yeah. as we always say, if you haven't seen yeah <laughs> with everything with Marvel, if you haven't seen it yet, and um, then watch it before the next two weeks are up <laughs> yeah um, because all episodes are now streaming on disney plus um or just wait until you've, you've seen it and to watch it to listen yeah i'm gonna say to yes. watch but you, you watch your phone screen um so in the meantime again feel free to contact us on our email for any questions queries or inquiries that is again a sprinkle disney podcast at gmail.com and from the both of us have a magical rest of your day bye